The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Oh, good morning, everybody. It is the T-Row in the morning show, minus T-Row, Drake and TJ in with you. Hope you're having a uh, great start to your Friday. This week has gone by kind of fast. Bless you, Drake. Drake's having a sneezing fit in the other room, ladies and gentlemen. It's not really a sneezing fit if it's only one. It's a fit. You went uh, out of control there. Turn it up, Drake. All right, turn it down, Drake. Uh, good Friday to everyone out there. Hope you're having a, uh, as I said, it's a wonderful start to your weekend. I was uh, sleeping well, dreaming about a uh, cardboard box lined with plastic in my front yard that somebody was using as a bathtub. Wow, okay. I think it was my yard. I have no idea. You know one who, of those, who it was, was one of those spotty situations that I woke up and I'm like, what was going on with that? Like... <laughs> There were people at my house. Uh-huh. At one point, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were there. Well, that explains the cardboard box. Uh, they could have been the bathing in the front yard. Yeah, 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 yeah they're yeah, really yeah. weird. You never know. They're really weird. They are strange human beings. <laughs> there was something with a golf cart, which makes sense because I have a golf cart. I was driving uh-huh. my golf cart to work this morning. Uh-huh. Got part of the way here. That realized, explains why it took you so long to get here today. I was actually really, like earlier than normal today. Um, realized uh, driving my golf cart to work, I did not bring the charger. Mm. I'm going to need to charge this once I get all the way to work, or I'm not going to get home. Uh huh. So I turned around to go get my charger, and the alarm went off. So Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, mm-hmm. cardboard box lined with plastic that was a Exact bathtub shape in my front yard. I think it was my yard. There was some other things going on, but that's all I remember. So, I don't know. Put that together for me. Golf cart, yeah. ride to work. Uh, I'll be sure to – I've got some bangs in that, too, as far as I would a love psychoanalyst. to be able to drive my golf cart to work. Yeah. I, I wish that you would uh, be able to, too, because that means that you'd be living very close. So, <laughs> closer no, I want to live. I want to live where I'm at. Still drive my golf cart to work. Now, I would have to leave a lot yeah. earlier in the I morning. Mean, honestly, you're welcome to do that still. My recommendation is maybe move considerably closer. Uh, even you're considerably closer, and it would still be too far to ride a golf cart to work. Unless it was souped up and ran about 30, 35 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, you had some of those mud tires on there like yeah. some of the golf carts have these days. Sure. I've got that. I've got the jack-up uh Golf cart with the big tires, Drake. What do you think? No, I'm, you don't. What do you think I'm doing? I no, do. you don't. I do. What do you think I'm dealing with out at the lake? Uh, it's slow though. Well, 
I mean, it's a normal golf cart. It's not like uh, I don't have like a souped-up engine or something. But I get the Megan well, Fox no, yeah, machine gun Kelly engine, because obviously. last night looking at stuff for the show, uh huh. I passed by some headline with them. I don't even remember the headline, so that makes sense that then they would be in my dream. Huh. So what was the headline with them? I'm trying to remember. Typically, it's not good if they're in a headline. Yeah, usually with them, it's either A, they're on the red carpet and uh, Megan Fox is wearing next to nothing. That's usually one of the headlines. The yes. other one is Him usually they are in a fight. They're something. in a fight or he's punched someone or something. Yes. I don't remember what it was. I just know I saw something with them just scrolling through stuff. I didn't even stop and read it, obviously. I don't. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> she got. I just clicked with me because I'm thinking about her ex, uh, Brian Austin Green. Apparently, she had. Who's Brian Austin Green? Uh, David from 90210. Uh, come on. They were together for like 15 years, Drake. Come on. Stick with it. That's, um, so he was a 30 year old that was playing a teenager to 20 year old who ended up 15 years later dating dating somebody that was actually in her early 20s yes and they were together a long time like i think they met in like the early 2000s and just recently once she started dating machine gun got divorced so they were together like 15 years something like that anyway i remember what it is now because I, i was like was it tied to him yes it was it was a tattoo she had of his name that uh, she had covered up with, like, a snake and flowers or something. And the, Uh-oh. the tattoo artist, the article was about the tattoo artist covering up the... Mm. And Man. it was in a place that... Let's make it Fox. So uh, yeah. the, the picture had to be edited, so... Right. <laughs> now I remember. That's what it was. So that's why I dreamed about Machine Gun Kelly and... Megan Fox, I'm I'm guessing. So that was my night last night. Huh. That was my dreams. That was my night. Um, other than that, nothing exciting to report from my Thursday. I don't think. No, watch my son build some floating trash cans. Yeah, how, uh, so how much is he selling those for? These forty five each. If you're needing a floating trash can for the lake, uh, Bronx is now. Uh, uh, manufacturing and uh, building them in my uh, living room. There's a uh, PVC pipe and pool noodles and everything else all over the living room. So, hmm. um, I know somebody that might be interested for a pool one. Uh, well, he'll, he'll build it. Forty five dollars. That's what he's charging. So forty five dollars. Yeah. No, I need I need like the friend and family. They uh, cost discount. more to make than you would think. So. He's really only He's not like even making bucks. double his money. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, that was my evening. I hope yours was a little bit more exciting. It Hopefully wasn't. you did not have a migraine. I did not have a migraine last night. Well, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I actually uh, So this is a throwback from whenever we used to have lunch together every day in the conference room. I watched uh, a little bit of How I Met Your Mother last night. So, watched 3 episodes. From season two, something yes. else COVID uh, ended. Well, also, Boss Lady has taken over the conference room well, as her but office. Well, also, <laughs> it, it ended before COVID started too, if you remember, because FX stopped showing. Well, but we it. still sat in there and watched something else. Yeah, yeah, like the office and. Yeah, uh, but now everybody's taking over the conference yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. They have meetings in there. They yeah. act like they're important, mm-hmm. and 
We don't yes, have COVID, our... COVID did end that <laughs> COVID as well. That. Uh, because I, whenever we had the shelter in place, was working from home, and then... I started going to my office. Yeah. And then you've kept going to your office. Now I eat at my desk, so, yeah. Well, like I said, that's because yeah. boss lady has kicked us out of her new office. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She wouldn't necessarily kick us out if we You know who else used to use that as their office? Yeah, I know. Uh, I, hey. I, have, I have not... Boss lady, Drake is comparing you to a former general manager around here. Did you just hear what he just said? You are the one that just did that. Ah, you're getting called in today. You're getting called in today. You are the one that uh, just did that. Uh, Not me. Not today, Satan. So you watched some How I Met Your Mother or Father. What'd you say, father or mother? Mother. Mother. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That sounds like the show that didn't get canceled after. Sounds like an exciting uh, evening. A season and a half. So, uh, no, I had a good run. It had a good run. Uh, so, is Father over with? Did it get canceled? You know, I, I feel like I see that headline. I saw the, that headline after the first season, and then they said, oh, yeah, season two is coming out soon. So, maybe there's a huh. season three. I don't know. I've never watched any of I them. I watched season one. It was okay. Okay, he's not going to pull me into yeah, watching no. it. Yeah, uh, no. You so. don't. Do you have Hulu? Yes. Yes. Because that's how I uh, remember I. Uh, Suggested ha- only murders in the building with Steve Martin and Martin gotcha, Short. Gotcha, gotcha. That's so. right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really, it's not great, to be honest. It, the The only thing that kind of pulls you in is uh, there's the occasional How I Met Your Mother uh, cameo. The reference or cameo, so, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I won't be tuning into that. That's disappointing. Now you've ruined my day. We've also solved the mystery of one Toby Rowland. He did head west. He is uh, along the beaches in the San Diego area. We uh, played detective. It, it is a weird rendezvous point to meet Lincoln Riley for the USC play-by-play job, but you know, um, it is. Lincoln but it may is have very a... inconspicuous, though. At the same time, you think Lincoln would be pretty busy right now too? This is about the ramp-up time, so. Well, I mean, you got to prioritize. It's got to be Clark. It's, gotta gotta... Be Clark. it's yeah. not Lincoln. He's just meeting Clark Stroud. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he cooked that tuna the other day, so. <laughs> you think he was inviting yeah, yeah. the Rollins over? for the Rollins, absolutely. Uh, I thought, honestly, you and I both talked about this this morning. We both thought originally he was in Hawaii because he took a picture, posted it on the gram mm-hmm. at Duke's. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, he went all the way to Hawaii. Yeah. Which I thought was weird, too, because I'm like. Why would, you, not- con- why would you connect in Phoenix? Phoenix connection, and then I was like, man, he honestly didn't take a very long vacation to go to Hawaii and back and well, flip that travel time and stuff. So, and I I thought about it too because I was like, so was he just lying about the Southwest thing? Because Southwest doesn't go to Hawaii. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but that's a good point too. But he could have flown cheap, I guess, to his connecting and then flown a different airline, which yeah, would have been a pain. But right. Um, but why Phoenix? But anyway, we both found out Duke's. Is not just in Hawaii. They're in uh, apparently California as well, in uh, the La Hala area, it appears what they uh, are in. So it sounds like a lovely vacation. Now the question is, and the mystery is, what are they doing in that area that that the the boys boys would have wanted no part of Uh and wouldn't have wanted to do? Because they would have easily gone to the beaches or San Diego or that area. Yeah, San Diego Zoo. Right. They probably would have been fine with. Probably fine with. Going to Legoland probably would have been fine with. I I don't. It can't be Legoland. I can't see Chloe like. uh, 
No, Say, I, I hey, can't. I can't hey, either. Dad, I'm let's just book thinking, these tickets to Legoland. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm thinking not as well, but I'm just trying to think of things that you know are destinations in that area. And I mean, Petco Park. I can't see Chloe like opining for that necessarily. So I got to give myself credit. Originally, just based off of the parking prices. I said San Diego. Yeah, you did say San Diego. Yeah. Then we found out he was connecting in Phoenix, and that confused everything. But um, so, gosh, I'm so good at this detective thing. I had it right the first time, Drake. I should have closed the case. Should have closed the case. Uh, Big 12 Media Days wrapped up yesterday as well. Brent Venables uh, and the OU uh, contingent was there making the rounds. And the Big 12, not so nice. To Oklahoma and Texas yesterday, so uh, Deputy Commissioner Tim Weiser being a wise guy yesterday uh, on real some uh, stops that he made. Huh? Uh, Weisenheimer. So we'll talk about that. We'll play that audio. We'll hear from Brent Venables. He stopped by with Locked In yesterday. We'll talk about uh, our pet of the week. Our daily draft is coming up. We are drafting uh, logos in sports. Team logos. Oh, team logos. Let me cover up my list here. I don't want you seeing them put my napkin. I already over saw it. It's that napkin so. over here. Uh, commitments for baseball yesterday, football yesterday. So for a July, mid-July Thursday, quite a bit going on. We'll get into all of that. We want to hear from you guys as well on the text line, 405-651-3439. Uh, 651-3439. Why does that sound wrong to me? That's right. 3439. 3439. Okay, I had it right. Uh, we'll get into all of that. Much, much more. Perhaps some more Megan Fox updates. We'll see if anything else comes across about other tattoos she's had covered up. She's bathing in my front yard in a cardboard box. <laughs> with, with Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> it's the T-Row in the morning show. Back after this. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the morning show. So who's really to blame? You know, welcome back to row in the morning show on this Friday. Sour the T row in the morning show. The first sour is brought to you by McIntyre Law. They're serving clients in Oklahoma City and nationwide. They're experienced enough to serve any type of trial case for you as well. There's no fees for you until they win. They're your personal injury attorneys with over $250 million won for their clients over the years. Give them a call at 405-917-5200 or visit McIntyreLaw.com. That's McIntyreLaw.com. McIntyre Law bringing you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Give up Meyer Chevrolet text line, TJ. Uh, Gunny of Sutsman Army uh, leads things off on the Knippel Meyer Chevrolet text line. Good morning, Turkey Bacon and McGriddle. Good morning, Gunny Sutsman. Uh, we've got... Stutzman Army, sorry. Uh, the Sooners picked up a nice recruit yesterday afternoon. Jaden Jackson uh, were the bait haters at now. Uh, yeah, that was a big commitment yesterday. Uh, mm -hmm, it happened, mm -hmm. what, uh, I think it was 4 o'clock was when that was scheduled for. And the yeah, crystal ball. Right in that hour, yeah. Crystal ball uh, from Mr. Wilt Fong came out, like, late morning, I think. Yeah, because it was already out by the time they came on for Locked In because they were discussing that it had to be a done yeah. deal at that point then. so Yeah, yeah. It, they were discussing it uh, before, 
I think Sailman and Thune started too. So it probably I think was. It was yeah. I think it was before. Yeah, I didn't that hear a even. lot of their show, but um yeah. Um defensive lineman out of IMG Academy, six two, three hundred pounds. And uh big get yesterday, so a lot of people excited yesterday. So continue to uh Continue to look great in recruiting and continue to look like they are uh, turning this roster into what they want over the next uh, couple of years. Well, and the guy that everybody's excited about, too, uh, David, David Stone, Stone yeah, tied you to would that, think perhaps. that it bodes well for what's going on there. Yeah, he was quite uh, vocal uh, on Twitter yesterday as really liking that uh, commitment. And at one point, though, he did like... Uh, what did he like? The Brahms number four combo, I think it was, with a with a vanilla shake or something like that. Wow. That's a, that was his comment on uh, wow. one of the okay. one of the uh, commitment uh, okay. tweets. So, there you go. Yeah, if you a, know, I you think know. it was a number four. If it's the wrong uh, combo, my apologies to to Mr. Stone. Uh, and next up here on the text line, that's the only thing so far. But uh, looky here, Skip and company are killing you. Uh, you allude to this. I, I wasn't aware I didn't see any of the commits that baseball got yesterday. Who'd they pick up yesterday? Was so it? they got a kid out of the portal and they got a commitment. Yeah. Uh, Braden Davis out of Sam Houston was the uh, pickup out of the portal. Um, from what I've read, everybody seems to be pretty excited about this kid. Big high strikeout, strikeout ratio. I think he struck out like 60-plus batters in 40 innings pitch last year for Sam Houston. Okay. So they got him and then Brady Miller. Um, so I assume that he's more of a reliever than uh, projected as a starter. That I yeah. don't know. I didn't see Kendall Rogers and some I mean, people put stuff out on him. But is... Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't know how he projects for OU is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but we'll see. And then, yeah, they picked up a kid. Um, what was his name? I wrote it down here somewhere. Uh, Brady Miller, six foot four, two fifteen, uh, lefty. Uh, I saw both highlights as a uh, at the plate and pitching. Hard throwing kid that uh, committed yesterday. So yeah, Skip and company are uh, doing good things. He's had a lot of uh, looky hears over the last few weeks, and um, yeah, and I mean we're to be very we're good. Still waiting for Taylor Tatum to make that commitment as well. Uh, yeah, that comes what Tuesday? I think that's right. Um, no, next Friday. I think it's the twenty first. Twenty first. I think it's a okay. week from today. I okay. think the twenty first is the date that that is. So next week at some next point. week some point. Yeah. So um, yeah, great things on uh, both sides there, football and baseball, and uh, Skip and Todd Bates and everyone else mentioned there in those texts uh, uh, doing great jobs and killing it. Um, before I forget about it today, Drake, and we want to do it early enough to give somebody the opportunity, and I've got some tickets to give away to the St. Louis Cardinals. Hold on, I'm pulling up something here, Drake. Yeah. Holding. The tickets are for tomorrow. Yep. Uh, brought to you by Elite Roofing, and they are playing the Washington Nationals. It's tomorrow's game time, 105, I believe. If you can go to the St. Louis Cardinals game tomorrow, we can hook you up with four tickets. But text in, let Drake know you want the tickets, and uh, we'll hook you up courtesy of Elite Roofing. 
and uh, send you to the Cardinals-Washington game. You don't have to come by the station to pick up the tickets. I'll be able to transfer them to you. So even if you're listening out of the area, maybe up in the St. Louis area, and say, hey, that'd be great, take the family or friends or whoever it is to the uh, Cardinal game, uh, we can hook you up. So big thanks to Elite Roofing for that. And we'll uh, we'll give those away. So just text Drake on the tra- text line 405-651-3439. Say, hey, I want the Cardinal tickets courtesy of Elite Roofing. And uh, we'll get your information and I can send them your way. Uh, as I mentioned, Big 12 uh, Media Days wrapped up yesterday. And Brent obviously optimistic, excited about the as he put it, competitive depth that he has now. Um, I mean, I guess the question now is, let's get going and see if it's just depth and that depth's competitive or if it's high-level competitive depth. <laughs> That's what you, you – you see what I'm saying? Wow, you can have depth. We're, we're getting into heavy what, semantics hey, here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I Proof mean – Proof is in the pudding. It's – it is. You can be crappy and be competitive is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't think no. that's the case. I'm very excited to see what they've got and what they've built, and everything seems um, to be going in the right direction, like we just mentioned with recruiting and everything. So I'm teasing a little bit, but um, he was very, very excited, especially at like linebacker and mm-hmm. Danny Stutzman and very uh, how he's matured and, and – uh, the way he's picked up things and is kind of running things at, in practice and everything. So um, he was excited yesterday. It sounded like um, he's loving what he's seeing early on and um, can't wait to get started uh, to get the season going. So um, he was very optimistic, which Brent was going. I act like he's going to come out there and be like, jeez. Oh, yeah, we brought in a bunch of guys. We've changed the roster over and we did a terrible job. So. Obviously, he's going to be optimistic about it. So we'll hear from uh, Brent Venables coming up next segment. He uh, jumped in with Parker Thune and Tyler McComas on Locked In yesterday. So we'll hear uh, his comments from yesterday. As I mentioned, we'll hear from Tim Weiser. I know it was probably, of anything that happened yesterday, like his comments about OU and Texas and his kind of shot that he took. And even if it was in a joking manner, it was a shot. So, we'll play that clip for you, and we'll talk about it because it was kind of immature. Not not something you'd expect from a leadership uh, role at no. a major conference. Like, if sure. that was Mike Gundy that would have said that, yeah, it would have been funny. Everybody would have laughed. You would expect that from Mike Gundy, even maybe one of the other coaches, maybe one of the other players, you know. Um, especially the comment about Texas, you know, oh, they'd just rather get beat by Florida than Iowa State. Yeah. So uh, we'll play that clip as well. We'll hear from Brent Venables. It looks like we've got some people trying to uh, jump in on the tickets. So uh, we'll get your information and get those over to you. Thanks to Elite Roofing for that. Cardinals, Nationals, tomorrow, 105. We'll take a timeout. TJ and Drake, T-Row in the morning show, back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. And big-time guest alert here. OU head football coach Brent Venables joins us from Big 12 Media Day. So first, Brent, uh, appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Um, 
You talked a lot today about it. competitive depth. Is there one spot in particular where you've really seen that competitive depth so far this offseason? I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a linebacker coach uh, at heart, but that's where I've seen probably the most improvement. We, we did add because we had most of our guys coming back up front, and we, we added uh, to that. I think we really made ourselves better up front. Um, but at linebacker, I mean, it, we had three guys that could play last year, and, um, and that was it. And uh, they could line up, get in a stance, know where to put my eyes every snap. And, and, and again, even even then, you know, uh, David Awebu is probably better suited to be a defensive end. We didn't have anybody else, <laughs> you know, that could go out there and, you know, David could lead and, you know, he took the game plan and, um, you know, but overall and, you know, Deshaun's playing a brand-new position. Danny, you know, is behind the ball. is probably the best instinctive uh, linebacker we had. And um, But I've seen, you know, you just think about where that group is today. That, you know, like Danny, Danny can go – you know, run a player, run practice all by himself. A year ago, I mean, he had no clue. You know, he didn't know what a left and right call was. And he's just in a much different place. But that's what a year of being in our systems and being in the weight room and being, you know, we work hard at developing leadership and what the expectations are. I spend a lot of time along with some other coaches to bring along guys like him. But, I mean, you just think about where all those freshmen, whether it's Kip Lewis or it's Kobe McKenzie or it's Jaron Canick, where are they at compared to where they were a year ago? Man, you're not even close. Or now look at now we've added two All-American linebackers in Connor Neer um, and, and Desan McCullough, guys that have uh, played some college ball. Danny was the only one that's ever started a college game until those two came along. And Connor Neer is going to bring – He's going to bring four years of starting experience. He's going to bring national championship standards and expectations. He's going to bring the leadership, the toughness, the attitude, the competitiveness, the instincts, the physicality. I mean, that dude's serious about being great. And so he's blended right in. He's like a pig in the mud uh, in that locker room. Or you look at Desan McCullough. Man, he is, uh, you know, people, oh, he came from Indiana. He must not be that good. Listen, he committed to Ohio State. We recruited him for over a year at Clemson in uh, but his dad left the Chiefs and got the running back job at, at Indiana, and they were going to bring his brother from a Mac school, and he was a grad transfer. And then they offered his, his freshman brother, which is a high school safety, and he was going to be all in the family. Well, seven, eight months later, his dad takes the Notre Dame running back job. He puts himself in the portal. We had already offered his brother. Boom, you know, it's a match made uh, in heaven. But he's, you know, a year ago in the spring, he, he, he wasn't even participating uh, at Indiana. He had shoulder surgery. To, um, so he had no development as a true freshman, you know, in the weight room and those types of things. So, you know, you add those two guys, you throw in a guy like Justin Harrington, who a year ago, he, he came the last week of spring ball. He didn't have a quote-unquote position. And, and, and he didn't have enough uh, playing experience to really impact us last year. And he was just trying to – he was just thankful to be on this team again. And, and so he's in a much different place. We didn't have Reggie Pearson or Peyton Bowen that can go over there and play some Cheetah or Sammy Omasigo or, you know, you, you ought to see, you know, Taylor Heim and what he can do. And it's so natural uh, what he's doing out there, his movement, his length, and his space that he eats up. Or certainly didn't have Lewis Carter or Phil Pachotti. Phil Pachotti had a fantastic spring. He's instinctive. He's fast. He's explosive. Man, he's learned how to control his body. You know, and, and, you know, Lewis Carter, man, he's a freaking, he's an assassin. You know, he don't know what he's doing yet, but, man, he can run and hit. And uh, and so we're in a much different place. Again, I just talked about only having three guys last year. 
And so that position in particular, you know, but being a year in our systems and a year in our, our the weight room and we're setting PRs, we set an all-time academic a GPA for Oklahoma football, you know, 18 months ago when I got here, we, we, we weren't going to class like we needed to. You know, we weren't, we weren't living right off the field like we need to. And so you can talk about a, a culture change and, you know, a resetting of the standards and what the expectations are. You know, you know, I gave guys 12 months of grace, and I was unlike Dion. I gave guys 12 months of grace to figure it out. Here's the three. You know, go to class, you know, live right off the field. And when you show up over here, man, you show up with respect and appreciation for your opportunity. And if you go 0 for 3 for 12 months, you need a fresh start. So we help 21 guys, you know, give or take, you know, find a, you know, a fresh start. And, and, and that's what you, you know, reboot it. And we have 63 newcomers, 40 scholarships, 17 of those guys are transfers, and, and nine of them are on defense. And I think that we've made ourselves better. That's the competitive depth I'm talking about, you know. And, you know, we have all these returners that have this experience, you know, that are going to be better fundamentally, better anticipating. They're going to be play more aggressively, you know, which plays more uh, physically. And, and But we got more guys that can play, which leads to maybe a better fourth quarter performance. And as a football team, you know, that's where an area that we really failed last year. We lost five games by a score. They come down to the last couple of minutes of the game, and uh, we didn't have it. We, we had the want to, but I don't think that we had the, the, the ability to. And I think, you know, I think we were a, a fatigued team and a team that was still trying to figure everything out. And uh, no excuse, just what it is. And, and, and there's coaching blame too, you know. And, but it's everything, you know. I, I do believe we're in a much different place as a football team and what this team, what their workload is, what they can handle, what their capacity is, and that matters too. And, uh, but a year ago at this time, we didn't, and going into fall camp, you know, every Monday when we started a new opponent, I had to have a coming to Jesus on, on how are we going to walk through, you know, and too many guys that were casual. And you, know, you can't have that. There ain't nothing casual about this game. This game will expose you for doing things right, having the right mindset, or it'll expose you for doing things the wrong way and, and punish you. And we got punished in a lot of ways, you know, a year ago. So I feel really good, man. I love our guys. I love our leadership. I love uh, the accountability that we've had. These guys are um, uh, hungry to, to be better. They've got a chip on their shoulder and we got a group of guys that have learned the value of the strain and the focus that it takes to finish. The strain and the focus that it takes to finish. So we have a better finishing football team. And uh, we all as competitors take great pride in, in finishing the right way. A year ago, you know, we left a lot to be desired as a program. And so we got a lot of work to do. We've got high expectations, a lot of excitement. The expectations come from the work that our guys have put in, from the additions that we've added uh, through recruiting, uh, through development. Uh, you know, both on the field with schemes, on the field with fundamentals, and then off the field with leadership and buy-in to our cultures, our values, our expectations. Okay, Coach. It's obviously the end of the day. we got to kind of zig and zag to find the questions that you haven't been asked yet. Yeah. So I'm going to throw you a little bit, bit of a curveball, put you on the spot, and I'm going to ask you a personal question. So I'm getting married here in a few weeks. Mm. You've obviously been married for many years with children. 26 years yesterday. There you go. Happy anniversary. Thank you. So tell me. Brent Venable's top three keys to a happy marriage. The floor is yours. Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's so, one. Well, and I'm just saying say yes. Whatever she says, yes. Uh, yes, dear, right? There you go. Uh, you know, don't try to win those those uh, silly arguments. And don't be trying to be right because you can always be wrong. Um, this, is, this is pretty good. So there's that. Um, don't lose um, 
the innocence in your relationship, you know, the thoughtfulness, you know, your notes, um, you know, opening car doors, you know, pulling the bed down uh, for at night, um, moving the laundry from the washer to the dryer, you know, folding up some clothes and, uh, you know, empower, uh, empower yourself. And then, um, and then I would, you know, keep her out of harm's way, you know, some things that she don't need to know, you know, and, uh, your stresses of your profession and, uh, she got enough. She's always going to worry anyway. So keep some of that stuff to yourself or your colleagues, you know, and, uh, but, uh, and, and when, and if you have children, make sure that you're ready to, uh, take on that first shift, you know, at midnight and changing that baby's diaper, learn, learn how to do that quickly. There so. you go. There you go. OU football head coach Brent Vittables <laughs> is our you. guest here. Good I love that. You, hey, uh, Brent, I'm going to do a radio show with Teddy here in about 10 minutes. Do you still call him Meathead when you see him, or is it just Teddy now? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's always Meathead. Okay, Once good. a Meathead, always a Meathead. <laughs> no, man, I, Teddy's one of my all-time favorites. Um, one of the funnest guys to coach because he was the same guy every day, super hard on himself. Man, he was as committed as we've ever had. Um, fantastic. A player, but and then man, he he just always took it to another level. He wanted to know the what, why, how, and when, and if, and, and but, and uh, you know, more guys. You know, that's what we need. More guys like Teddy Lehman in that locker room. Hungry, driven, self-starter, tough as nails, hard on themselves. You know, that's what it takes. Brent, I want to flip the attention to the offensive side of the ball, and you were asked about the wide receiver room earlier. Jaquez Petaway, obviously a newcomer in the month of June, was yeah. one guy that you mentioned specifically. Uh, Brennan Thompson, another guy you talked about a little earlier, speed on speed on speed. Out and of Gavin Freeman, world. I talked about Gavin. And Gavin Freeman. And L.B. So Bunkley and his consistency. There you go. And we got it. We're counting on uh, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson, man. that's we, my we man right there. We need him to pull through, man. There you go. So go ahead. No, you look at the depth in the wide receiver room. Um, obviously, you lose a guy like Marvin Mims. It's tough to replace the production that he racked up last yeah. year as the go-to guy for Dylan Gabriel. But uh, talking to Dylan earlier, one of the things that he said, look, experience is the talk of the town or lack thereof, but at a certain point, everybody gets experience. Yeah. And it's just a matter of where it starts. Right. So as you evaluate the wide receiver room, is it more of a strength in numbers from your perspective, or you think you got a couple of guys, or more than a couple of guys, that are capable of being legitimate stars in uh, this offense? Well, again, that's that's your hope right there. The, the latter, you know, whether that's Andrew Anthony, that's Jaquez, that's coming out of nowhere, that's Nick Anderson, that establishes uh, himself. Um, you know, that's uh, a guy like you know Gavin that's come along with, along with Drake, and you can move Jalil all over the place. You know, we need guys that have that the ability. Let's let's think about it, like. You know, has an amazing. You know, maybe it's Jaden Gibson over there on the one receiver side, who has that great catch radius. There's like, holy cow, how do you catch that? You know, who's willing to climb the ladder? How many plays you see somebody a year ago climb the ladder and go get that thing? You know, tight coverage. You know, go get it, go make a play. And and so that's what ultimately, if we get that, is everybody in trouble. You know, and I'm, I say that with with great humility. And, but that's what we need, and that's what the good teams, the great offenses, they can they can go make make a play when everything ain't right. And and last year at times, and I think Jeff and the offensive staff did an amazing job at, at, at scheming guys to get wide open, and we're gonna still be able to do that. And Marvin was a huge benefactor of that. Marvin got tremendous speed, and he made a ton of big plays. 
and uh, had, had one where he really climbed the ladder against Texas Tech. And, and if you remember that play from top to bottom on the season, we made a ton of great plays, you know, but that play, you didn't see that happen a whole lot. And, and, and that's what the great teams can do offensively when you're throwing the ball. And, uh, and that's where I think we take another step. And I think we got the right kind of guys, and we, we just named a whole bunch of them right there that you're going to have an opportunity to do that. You know, I think Austin Stogner is going to step in at tight end and do a great job there, you know. And, uh, and then so it's going to be somebody else. If that's a Cade McIntyre, you know, it's been unfortunate between Caden Helms and Jason Wellen just haven't been able to, to get healthy there. That's really stagnated us and some of the things that we want to do from a personnel standpoint. You know, play with more big, big, big guys when we want to. And uh, but, but I do think that that's you know a, a critical part of what we're trying to do. Where, you know, we can't let people sit on routes and you know play flat-footed. You know, we got to be able to um, run by. We got to be able to go up and compete for that ball. And that's going to loosen up everything for everyone. Hey, Brent, last one. You mentioned the five close losses last year. That also happened in 1999. Yep. You guys led in every single game in '99, and then you won all the close ones the very next year. Is there anything, anything at all that you can take into this year from that 99 to 2000, that, that team that lost five close ones but won them all the next year, anything you can do with that? Yeah, I mean, again, you, to me, what winners do is, you know, when, when, you, when you have some failure, when you fall on your face, when you have some disappointment, man, winners respond. You learn from it, you grow from it, and you get right back in it. And so it takes humility. It takes a lot of um, uh, intentionality, and that's what we, we've been doing to learn from those, being more efficient in all the areas that we've, we've talked about, um, how we can get better and learn from our past failure and, and how, how to lo- not lose to Oklahoma. You know, it's always about the man in the mirror. It's always about us. You know, it's where it all starts. And, and for us, you know, as a program, you know, learning how to finish games, you know, learning how to be more efficient, having a little more purpose in our preparation so that, you know, we're not exposed on game day, you know, uh, developing, again, our team, the, the depth that we're talking about. So year one to year two, week one to week two, right? Don't we always say the, the most growth happens, you know, between, you know, week one, week two, and, and certainly in, in the game. I, I, I think that we will be uh, a much better version of ourselves for all the reasons that we're talking about. You know, are we championship level? We'll see. That's the expectation is that, you know, there's not a game that we're willing to concede on the schedule right now, not one. And, uh, you know, so, but at the end of the day, it's all about us, you know, what we can do to improve and get better. we got to have a great, you know, fall camp and, fall camp and for us to have a, a, a strong September. That's like a prerequisite. You can't have a crappy fall camp and then expect this amazing September or amazing season. So, you know, that'll be the, the what's next for us. And, um, you know, and, but I, I'm really stoked and excited about uh, the, the, the leadership on this football team, the buy-in, the strain, uh, a lot of hungry, driven guys um, that recognize, you know, that they need to be better. We all need to be better and, 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 and got a lot to prove. And sometimes when, when you've been backed into a corner, man, that's when you're at your best. And so that's my expectation to learn, grow from, from the past and be a much better version of ourselves. The competition's going to bring out the best in everybody. And, and we got competition across the board. There's not a position on our team. If it's, if it's Caden Green breathing down Tyler Guyton or Walter Rouse's neck, you know, so be it Jake Taylor, uh, he not concede nothing. You know, and I know this, Jacob Sexton's fighting his butt off to come back. Troy Everett's coming in here to try to earn a job. That's going to make everybody better. And uh, uh, Savion Burr's trying to establish himself, you know. 
you know, so is so is Parks, you know, and and Rame knows I better have my stuff in order, or 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 you know somebody else is gonna get them reps, and so, you know, Jackson Arnold, you know, at quarterback, you know, uh, you know he's got great humility and great competitiveness, great toughness, and uh, willingness to learn from others. But my man is trying to win a job, you know, and he's trying to prepare himself to be ready to go win in the Cotton Bowl. That's his mindset. That's his DNA. And all within the confines of the team, and that's going to make everybody better. A year ago, I can't have those same conversations that we're having, you know, right now. Uh, and you really can say that across the board. You know, Zach Schmidt recognizes, okay, he's going to learn from those situations. We got to make that kick. You know, we got to be better situationally pooching the football. You know, for all the great things that Michael Turk did a year ago, we we fell short of what our expectations were pooching. You know, the the, the punts. You know, and pinning people inside that five or ten, and so we can. Get them to just want to get, you know, a punt off and, and we get the ball midfield. And now, next thing you know, we go on a score. Next thing you know, you get a touchback. And now they get it at the 20, you know, 25-yard line. And, 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 and now you had a 20-yard punt, basically. And, and, and so you should have went for it on fourth down. And so if you're going to make some of those decisions, man, we got to be efficient. You know, we got to be better in our kickoff team. And, and for those five losses, we gave up a huge kickoff return to midfield or, or further that created field position and points and momentum and, and make it hard on ourselves. We flipped the field. We allowed that in one-score games. That's a, that's a huge factor. And so there's a, efficiencies everywhere and, uh, and for all of us. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We got, we've worked really hard uh, this whole offseason to, to attack those uh, areas and the, the, the lack of efficiency that we had and developing the competitive depth and the leadership on this football team. And uh, we're in a much better place than what we were a year ago, and, and uh, now it's time to go compete. Appreciate it, Brent. I'll tell Meathead you said hi here in about five minutes. All right. Appreciate <laughs> you boys. There you go. Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, Coach Brent Venables All with right. the, the Rush coming up next right here on The Ref. Uh, there it is. There it is. Uh, there's no. There was nowhere to jump in there. Music was playing on Brent. He didn't care. There was no breath for pause for Drake to even bring down the, the interview. Oh, I love Brent. He can go, man. He can Clock go. management, my man. <laughs> Clock management. We're way over now. Take a timeout. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by McIntyre Law. Serving clients in Oklahoma and nationwide. McIntyre Law is your solution for all of your personal injury attorney needs. Give them a call at 877-916-5250 or visit them at McIntyreLaw.com today. Our thanks to McIntyre Law. They brought you this hour. This is going to be the best segment of the day, people. We wanted to bring you the full Brent Venables. So that's the segment. Back after this.